Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Sunset Flight Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Edgar Soto. Um, yeah, this is this is a, this is going to be an all Soto episode. Uh, no Beely. He is enjoying uh, life in Puerto Rico. Uh, so, you know, shout out to him. Uh, he'll be gone for the weekends. Um, you know, I, I, I'm actually jealous, but you know what? I, I was just there for like three weeks, so um it's only fair that he gets to enjoy uh puerto rico this time but we have a lot to talk about in the wrestling world you know uh we have uh, the big news regarding vince mcmahon we have some aew news we have some uh impact some forbidden door news so it's going to be a lot it's going to be a pretty good episode um again like i said lots to talk about so let's get started So the big news this week was Vince McMahon, um, the report coming out that Vince McMahon allegedly paid $3 million in settlement to cover up an affair um, with a former employee. Um, And not only it was Vince McMahon, um, there was also allegations made uh, towards uh, John Laurinaitis. Um, there was also an email, you know, according to reports that stated that uh, McMahon uh, increased this former employee's salary from 100K to 200K um, after their relationship began. So um, I, I don't know that uh, a lot of hush money, a lot of hush money. Um, you know, so you know, supposedly uh, WWE is cooperating fully, and you know this again. This investigation uh, supposedly began in April, and you know we're we're now in, in halfway through June, so um, it was kept pretty well until you know it, it, it was leaked. So, um, guys, it's it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Um, you know, a, a lot of people are, are thinking, you know, uh, from a wrestling standpoint, oh, you know, creative is, is going to be better now that Vince McMahon and, and you know, has to deal with this and is not going to be focused on WWE. Let, let's, let's, let's move that to the side because um, this is pretty serious allegations. Um, I'm not going to put in my opinion on it because I don't know the full details, you know. Um, there's always many sides to a story, you know, there's, there's her side, there's his side, and also there's the truth. So, um, obviously we're going to learn more about this as this, uh, transpires, but, um, yeah, uh, Vince McMahon better take this allegation seriously. And, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's crazy. It, it's absolutely crazy that, you know, uh you know this has happened uh now you know um but it, it's out out there uh in the open and again it's not just uh Vince McMahon uh allegations towards Laurenitis and um which led to um Vince McMahon stepping down from his responsibilities um and now Stephanie McMahon who about a month ago left you know she stated that she was going to step back uh from the company 
to, you know, to focus on her family. Now she's back with WWE and she will work as the interim CEO and chairwoman of the company. However, though, Vince McMahon supposedly will remain in charge of creative. So um, I know I don't like a lot of people were thinking, oh, you know, with 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 Stephanie um, now in charge, you know, maybe this is an opening for Triple H to, you know, um, put his vision back, you know, back on the map. Um, others have said, oh, maybe, you know, Heyman, who's a brilliant mind in, in the wrestling world, maybe, you know, his ideas can come into play as well. Um, but no, it, it seems like Vince McMahon will still be in charge of creative. Um, again, it, it, it remains to be seen how everything plays out. Um, you know, a, a, a lot of people, uh, I, I guess, you know, excuse me, like a lot of wrestlers uh, backstage, their morale actually was uh, happy with, um, you know, Stephanie in charge. I feel like, you know, they're more comfortable dealing with her than with Vince. But however, Vince is still going to be around. It's not like he's going to um, drop, you know, drop everything, you know, despite what the report says that he's um, stepping down from all his responsibilities, but no, he's still going to be somewhat involved. So that's going to be hard to believe, you know, it's hard to believe that he's just going to fully walk away. Cause if he was, you know, if he was fully walk away, then, you know, um, as a wrestling fan, you can be excited about, okay, well, what's next to come for WWE in terms of creative, in terms of character development, in terms of, you know, um, wrestling styles, you know, so, um, again, it's, it, it's going to take some time, um, to, to see how this all plays out. I know, uh, you know, uh, according to, uh, 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 Twitter on a, a message, you know, uh, on a tweet, um, tweeted by Brandon, uh, Thurston, he's, uh, Stephanie, uh, came out and said, I will be returning from my leave of absence and assuming the role of interim chairman at a uh, chair. Yeah. Chairwoman. I'm sorry. And CEO. So, um, again, a lot remains to be seen. Um, you know, th there was also internal problems between Stephanie and, you know, some higher executives in WWE and now she's back. So it, it remains to be seen how it all plays out. Um, so, uh, Friday night SmackDown, you know, uh, I'm going to start with Friday night SmackDown because the big return happened, you know, um, Roman Reigns uh, fought Matt Riddle in which it, it was an incredible match. Um, but the obvious happened, you know, uh, Roman Reigns stood tall and remained the undisputed WWE uh, Universal Champion in a, uh, in a super great match. And after that, he cut a promo saying, you know, uh, th there's no one left. There's no one left. And just when you think, you know, you, you might get somebody new. Uh, we get a familiar face coming back, and then that's the beast. Brock Lesnar comes out, um, you know, hitting uh Roman Reigns with the F5, also attacking the Usos. So, and then it was announced that Lesnar will challenge Reigns uh, in a last man standing match at SummerSlam. Well, 
that wasn't always the plan. I think the plan was at some point uh, for Reigns uh, to defend uh, the title against uh, Randy Orton. But um, it it seems to me that uh, Randy Orton's back is worse than predicted. And uh, it might lead to him having surgery, which might lead to him being out uh, probably for the rest of the year. So, we, we might not see Randy maybe till like mania season. Uh, maybe he can, if he does the surgery, we can probably see him uh, at rumble. He might be a, like a surprise um, entrant. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the plan was, you know, Reigns, Orton, SummerSlam. But uh, yeah, it seems that that back injury is, is uh, you know, it's worse than expected, which you know, when WWE is in a tight spot, it kind of seems like they call one person to bail him out, and that's Brock Lesnar. And that's uh, that's what we're seeing here. That's why Brock returns. I mean, listen, um, you for WWE, it's like they know they can rely on Brock Lesnar because they'll throw all this money at Brock Lesnar knowing that he will return. And that's exactly what's happened. Uh, on numerous occasions, you know, and with this one being the latest one, um, Brock Lesnar returns to SmackDown, uh, setting up another match with Roman Reigns. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind it. You know, I, I don't mind it. Maybe this is the the, the last one between them. Um, I, I've loved their matches because of all the hype, all the drama, um, and their matches aren't, you know, aren't bad at all. Um, but, you're adding a last man standing uh, stipulation to this match, which I'm, I'm hyped for because I can see both men, you know, uh, either men coming up on top. It's, it's a 50, 50 toss up um, with, but you know, probably like a early spoiler here, but I, I think I'm going with reigns, but you just never know, you know um, yeah. I feel like WWE needs, I think the worst decision they ever did was, unify the titles it's the worst uh because now with uh roman reigns taking on a lighter schedule you know you're not seeing much of roman reigns on raw or smackdown and you know while you know on smackdown you're giving the ic title uh more of a you know a shot for exposure you know with uh gunther uh, and then on on Raw, it's like you're giving you know the, the tag team division uh, the the Usos more of a, a of a bright spot, and you're giving Austin theories uh, some love. Um, you still need that main title, uh, you know, on the show on both shows. So um, you know, I, I feel like it's time for Roman to lose a title. He doesn't have to lose both, but it's time to for him to lose a title. So one or the other show um, could have a champion on a weekly basis. Um, Another, uh, you know, story that kind of like surprised, I mean, I don't know if it surprised everyone, but the the timing definitely surprised everyone um, was uh, there, there's more reports. There's a whole bunch of reports that saying that uh, Sasha Banks was indeed released from WWE. Um, and then this past week, there was also reports that saying that Sasha Banks's lawyers were pushing for that release. Now, WWE has not made an official statement. 
um, you know, there, there, there hasn't been much just saying that, uh, you know, all, all these, you know, uh, dirt sheets and, 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 and rumors going on that she was indeed released, but there's no hundred percent confirmation as of yet. I mean, I think what's interesting is that, um, you know, with Sasha Banks's release, you know, where will, you know, they lost the real one. I'll tell you right there, despite, um, what people may claim about her attitude and whatnot, she was one of the top wrestlers on, you know, in WWE. And what happens next after her, it, it, I think, is the most intriguing thing about this because, um, yes, I'm going to say AEW. AEW is right there. Um, and she would instantly become the top uh, women's wrestler in AEW without a doubt. Um, and obviously that would elevate their, you know, uh, division tremendously, but then she also has her acting career. So, um, I think, you know, what, whether she chooses, you know, continue wrestling or, or, you know, she chooses, an, uh, you know, Hollywood, I think she's, you know, she's going to be set. So, um, you know, uh, you know it's always good to have those options open. And that's the thing with Sasha Banks. She has multiple options. And um, I know I've read also read this, that it's pretty interesting that, you know, if she is indeed released, we don't know when she, uh, you know, let's play the what if game. If she was released, then obviously she would have a 90, 90 day, uh, you know, uh, non-compete clause. And, that means that she would probably f- be free to wrestle sometime in, I think, either late, maybe late August, September-ish. I'm going to go with September-ish. I believe AEW has a, a show, a very big show in September, which is, and I've gone, um, I went last year to AEW's Dynamite Grand Slam. I feel like that would be, a good opportunity to debut Sasha Banks if she were to sign with uh, WWE. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, AEW. Um, but then again, you know, the, again, there's Hollywood. So, so her, so her options are are all all over the place. But she has a lot of them. And of course, with Naomi, we haven't heard of Naomi either. So it's like everything is up in the air with Naomi. But with Sasha Banks, it, it seems likely that she was indeed released. Uh, so, you know, we have to uh, continue to be patient until there is a 100% confirmation. Now, um, speaking of Sasha Banks, now you already, ha- you know, uh, have AEW's uh, Thunder Rosa, all, uh, you know, already stating that, you know, she's interested in uh, wrestling uh, Sasha Banks. So, um uh, during a uh, interview with the Asylum Wrestling Store, um, she was, you know, Thunder Rosa was asked about the possibility of wrestling, uh, you know, Banks and if Banks were to jump ship. And this is what she had to say. She said, uh, I mean, of course, everybody's going to come for whoever's on top, right? Um, and then uh, I'm the biggest prey uh, any predator comes after and I'm ready. I told you, I'm not afraid of, of nobody. If Sasha wants um you know she got it she got it coming hell yeah that's how i do and you know what to be honest with you like that would be a mark like that would be a 
an amazing uh, matchup between Thunder Rosa and, and Sasha Banks. You know, uh, Thunder Rosa, who is currently the the AEW Women's Champion, you know, fighting in Thunder Rosa, like, I mean, fighting against Sasha Banks, I feel like that's a matchup that nobody would expect to happen because I think a lot of people didn't, like, I think a lot of people never imagined Sasha Banks being released, you know? So this is a fantasy-type matchup. Um, So, uh, you know, the possibility is there. If she, if Sasha Banks did get re- released, that is a marquee matchup that a lot of people want to see. Um, Continue on, you know, continuing on this uh, AEW trend. Um, a lot happened on Dynamite. Uh, I feel like it was a very, very good episode, especially the main event, that ladder match. Um, as you know, it was supposed to be um, uh, Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. But, um, you know, after the uh, uh, DUI uh, arrest of uh, Jeff Hardy, um, the Hardys will, were pulled uh, from that match making it just a regular um, tag team ladder match between uh, the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express in which was a phenomenal match. I, you know, say what you want uh, about the Young Bucks being overrated, being, oh, they're they're just a Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, uh, copycats and whatnot. They can put on a show. They, like, one of the, they can put, easily put up a five-star match on any given night and i'm so serious about that um they're that talented um but nevertheless they uh recaptured the aew tag team titles for the second time this will be the the second reign and just to add to that now that the um the uh, bucks are champions again i wonder if you know, we'll see a um, Bucks versus Red Dragon along the way because there has been some tensions with those two teams in the past. So I, I feel like it's it's bound to happen, um, but I don't think it's going to be this soon, but it's definitely bound to happen. And then after the, um, you know, after following the loss of Jurassic Express, uh, you know, Christian Cage, who, you know, who's been um by their side from from the very beginning you know um turns on jungle boy legit turns on jungle boy um so uh this is the christian cage that uh, a lot of fans and myself were hoping for um and you know that's that's the beauty of aew's um storytelling i feel like the seeds were planted a long time ago, you know, because it was Christian who was um, setting uh, Jurassic, uh, I'm sorry, Jurassic Express up in multiple matches, saying, "Oh yeah, they'll defend," you know, against this team, and 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 you know, booking all these matches for Jurassic Express, and then you see, you know, Jungle Boy with question, questionable looks and whatnot. And I feel like this all goes back to, I think it was um, a battle royal where uh, I feel like uh, Jungle Boy outlasted Christian Cage. So then ever since then, I feel, you know, that that's, you know, that's where I think the story takes place. So now we're going to get Christian Cage uh, 
most likely in a in a feud with Jungle Boy, which should be a beauty. Um, this is the Chris again. This is the Christian Cage we needed. The one where a total badass. Uh, the one from uh, kind of like I wish it was like the same one from from uh, you know TNA in those glory days. Um, because he was phenomenal as that uh, as that true heel. So I, I get uh, you know um. I, I hope we get to see something like that, you know, and I tweeted it out, you know, uh, Christian Cage found his uh, inner edge um, in turning in, uh, you know, turning on and attacking uh, Jungle Boy. So um, I love it. I love it. Um, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens next. Um, and hopefully this is this is either going to be a a a, a way to probably elevate Jungle Boy as a single star. Or, you know, uh, let's run it back and see what Christian Cage has left in the tank. Um, Having said that, you know, I I did say I enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed uh, last, uh, you know, the last episode of uh, AEW Dynamite. But again, uh, it kind of seems to me that they um, are struggling, they struggled with uh, viewerships uh, in, in terms of ratings. So, they drew the lowest rating uh, uh, in over a year, and they were competing. I mean, granted, they were competing against, um, you know, uh, the Stanley Cup. Uh, they drew uh, roughly about 760,000 viewers, and, you know, which is down almost 200,000 viewers from, you know, last week. Um, but, you know, um, it, it was still, you know, ranked number one, number two, but. I feel like, you know, it, it, it's time for for AEW to start. They need to surpass this 1 million mark. I feel like that's the number. Um, I know it's a fresh, you know, new company. They're three years in. But I feel like with that amount of talent and that amount of exposure, I feel like it's time to surpass a million. I feel in my opinion, and, and, you know, everybody has their own opinion, anything below a mill, I feel like it's not, a, it, it, it's, it, it, I don't want to say a failure. It, it would be a disappointment, you know, um, because, you know, again, that amount of talent, you know, I, you, you're supposed to have people engaged, you know, um, which they do, but you know they, they ranked uh, last week. They ranked number one. I think this week they they ranked them like number two, number three. So um, they've been there. But I, I feel like now it's time to surpass one mil. I, I I would have that one mil embedded in my head. Um, this whole thing about you know demo ratings and no, I want viewerships. You know, so. Um, but again, I'm not knocking them because I. I have enjoyed uh, AEW. Like I've gone to more AEW shows than I have to WWE in the past like year or two. So, um, so now we have news uh, regarding Forbidden Door. Some you know some weird news because you know one of the names that that, that there are several big names that apparently uh, won't uh, join or won't compete. In the AEW and New Japan's uh, Forbidden Door um, event, uh, June 26th in Chicago, one of those names being Andrade El Idolo. Like, you know, 
it, it's it's weird because you know Andrade has you know history with New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, and just you know just the fact that he won't compete is kind of weird. He, according to Andrade, he says he can't work with New Japan Pro Wrestling thanks uh to uh you know um the the two mexican promotions he also works for triple a and um uh cm double l um and you know that that's that that that, that's rough because it's like i i feel like the mexican promotions are trying to um protect their investment in andrade which is why I guess they're forbidding him, you know, uh, to to work on the show, um, which is kind of a, a, a bummer. And, you know, um, I believe that uh, original plans were for him to work a match with Will Ospreay, which I, that, I think that would have been a banger. <laughs> that would have been uh, a, a hell of a match. Um, that... And, you know, so I, plans failed or, or you know, plans are, are dropped. And now Will Ospreay um, will be fighting, um, oh, my God, Orange Cassidy. So uh, it's, you know, it's not the same uh, – it's not the same – matchup i to all right personally i prefer to be andrade um but you know the crowd favorite like orange cassidy you can't go wrong with him they needed a, a, a i guess a, a last minute replacement so so you'll have a uh, cassidy but osprey but i don't know um you know i, I don't think uh, andrade was too happy with uh you know with uh that decision he he even went on to twitter saying i can't work with new japan pro wrestling thanks uh cm uh double l and triple a and then conan said uh we have nothing to do with uh nj uh which is new japan or cm uh double l uh decisions so i don't know we'll uh you know for me it's it's kind of weird because um lucha blog on Twitter, they, they came out with a great point. They said, you know, um, <clears throat> FTR are the current AAA tag teams and have wrestled more often, though not often in AAA this year than Andrade. And here's the thing, like, there's a good possibility that, you know, uh, FTR is going to work for Door. So it's like, uh, I, I don't know if 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 new Japan is the deal breaker. Um, but you know, it, it sucks that, that we're not going to see Andrade compete the same thing we can say about Okada, um, Okada, uh, who is, if not, you know, one of, or if not the biggest name in uh, new Japan pro wrestling, he's also not uh, expected to appear at forbidden door, but, um, there's a reason behind that. And that is completely understandable. So according to Dave Meltzer, um, that uh, Okada, uh, Okada's wife is scheduled to give birth around the same time. So, um, you know, uh, you know, reason for, for Okada not to be in Chicago. Um, and, you know, it's perfectly understandable. So, um, you know, the, I feel like that's why they 
they um you know they went with a different direction because you know uh hangman was you know called out okada and then okada lost his title to jay white and um you know now jay white uh we, we thought it was going to be Jay White and Hangman or Jay White with, with Adam Cole based on what we've seen on Dynamite. Uh, and that's not the case. And again, this is an in, uh, interesting storyline uh, storyline because a lot of people have been saying, you know what, um, could, you know, since Jay White refused to wrestle Hangman is now refusing to wrestle Cole everybody's like oh who like who else like who could be that one guy that can wrestle jay white and then there's kenny omega's name being thrown out there and i i I was thinking the same thing um we haven't heard much about uh kenny omega you know since you know he's he's dealing with with multiple injuries especially like uh, some serious shoulder injuries so we we don't know what to expect we haven't heard much um it would be pretty cool um if it was uh you know Kenny Omega, but I feel like you have to save Kenny Omega for a a bigger moment. Um, and you know, I'll touch on this on a future episode. But I feel like I uh, and I'll quickly uh, just state this: I feel like a storyline that would set up perfect for Kenny Ma- uh, Omega's return is when, because it's only a matter of when Adam Cole turns on the Bucks, right? He'll turn on the Bucks. So it's going to be Cole and the Red Dragon. The Bucks, you know, need that need that guy, um, that third guy, and, and it's going to be Kenny Omega. I think that's where where it's going to set up Kenny Omega's, uh, you know, um, uh, return. I mean, uh, in a perfect world, you know, in a perfect world, I wish, uh, you know, uh, Roderick Strong was granted his release. He would quickly go to you know AEW reform uh the undisputed uh uh elite and then you know you would have those four you would have uh cole red dragon strong versus you know uh the young bucks you would put in adam page um you would put in hangman and you would bring back kenny omega i feel like that would be absolutely perfect you know undisputed elite versus the elite so um yeah that, that that would be great. Um then uh in some surprising news uh I mean I know they've had their ups and downs but for a good point they were they were an intriguing faction. Um Asus and Nates uh did a return um uh this uh past episode of uh, Impact Wrestling uh, Gary Bischoff and Wes Briscoe um, helped off uh, D'Lo Brown to fight off uh, Honor No More. Um, you know, Aces and Eights uh, were were a big part of Impact Wrestling. I think from tw- uh, around 2012, and you know, they 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 had you know they, they had potential. Uh, I feel like towards the end they dropped the ball, but in the beginning they they were a, a, a stable that quickly captured everybody's attention um and then you know their leader was was bully ray and um 
so, so I, I don't know if this is like a short term reunion or this is something of things to come. Like we're going to see an all out war between aces and eights and honor no more, or who knows, maybe aces and eights are going to get new members. So it, it's, it's a lot um, to think about. It's pretty cool that, you know, um, impact are, are bringing in some, you know, some, uh, some of their former, uh, wrestlers, you know, from, from, from TNA, you know, they brought Chris Harris, uh, shark boy. Um, you know, now they're bringing Gary Bischoff, Wes Briscoe, um, you know, you throw in D'Lo Brown in, um, you know, who, who knows, maybe, maybe, uh, they reach out to Bully Ray, who knows they, it's, it's a, a, a long list of names they can, you know, uh, bring back but um yeah uh aces and eights um which I, again like i was a fan of because they had a cool very cool concept you know um until you know they they ran that group to the ground but um yeah uh we'll, we'll uh continue uh keeping on uh our eyes on that and uh, on some sad news um Former uh, WWE uh, referee uh, Dave uh, Hebner, uh, you know, uh, brother of Brian Hebner, passed away. Uh, unfortunately, he was battling uh, Parkinson's disease. So, you know, uh, um, my thoughts and, and, and prayers uh, go out to the Hebner family. Um, you know, our, our deepest consult, uh, condolences. Um, and, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's sad, you know, because, you know, we think about, you know, all these uh, people who had an impact in the, in the wrestling world, and believe it or not, uh, uh, Dave Hebner did. You know, um, he had he, he was uh, numerous matches he was involved in. Uh, you know, uh, Randy Savage versus Steamboat. Um, you know, uh, uh, Hulk Hogan versus uh, Andre the Giant. You know, um, so it's 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 tough um so uh, again our deepest condolences to the to the um hebner family his friends his loved ones everyone involved so uh that that yeah that would do it that would absolutely do it um for this episode of uh, um <clears throat> sunset flip wrestling podcast you can catch us on twitter you can catch us on uh facebook instagram twitter you can catch us on flip uh uh, underscore flip underscore wrestling um facebook instagram um you can uh listen to us through apple podcasts spotify google podcasts breaker um yeah and and again you know don't don't uh reach out we we always interact whether it's uh you know again on so on any social media platform instagram facebook twitter if if you don't agree with anything, listen, we love to hear. If you have any criticism, we love to hear. We love engaging with our fans. Um, you know, I, again, I love um, engaging uh, conversations on Twitter with, with other wrestling podcasts and other fans, you know, just getting their point of view. So um, yeah. I, and again, uh, big things uh, are coming for the podcast. Hopefully um will uh will extend to youtube uh mostly around probably it's going to start maybe i would say summer around SummerSlam. well we'll uh we'll get into um youtube we're just again we're we're, we're brand new so it's just you know we're not brand new but you know we're still new at this thing so we're we're you know we're, we're doing our we're doing our stuff you know trying to build slowly and, and surely 
but um yeah uh, uh thanks for listening um and yeah we'll catch you on the next one